Hello, friend. This is Pastor Brandon Levi Spiker, and you've tuned in to another episode of The Elevated Life. I'm telling you, I'm excited to be coming to you and to your family today. Get on the phone. Tell somebody they've got to tune in because we're going to a recent service from Salisbury, North Carolina, where I preached a message entitled, And It Fell on a Day. While you're getting ready to go right into the service with me, I want you to get your phone out and scan the QR code on the screen right now. Also, if you don't know how to do that, you can go to brandonspiker.org and download my digital free copy of my latest book called The Elevated Life. Go right now, do it. I'm telling you, it'll be a blessing to your life and it is absolutely free. Also, you can check out on our website when we're coming to a city near you. Get ready, buckle your seatbelt, hold on to somebody's hand because you're getting ready to go on a ride as we go to And It Fell on a Day. I go to the Word. And uh, if you'll go with me to your Bibles, the Second Kings uh, chapter 4, starting in verse 8. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Can you give the praise team a hand too? Excellent job. And we're going to read verse 8 through verse 17. And um, the title of my message this morning is entitled, And It Fell on a Day. Everybody say, And It Fell on a day. Oh, here you go, right here. Awesome. Let's read it here. And it fell on a day that as Elisha passed through Shulam, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which passed by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, a table, and a stool, and a candlestick. And, as, and it shall be that when he cometh to us, he shall turn in thither. And it fell on a day. Somebody say, and it fell on a day. That he came in thither, and he turned into the chamber, and laid there. And he said to Gehazi's servant, Call the Shulamite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said, and he said unto him, Say unto her now, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily, she have no child and her husband is old. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door and he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son and she said, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thy handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son in the season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your presence here this morning, God. 
We thank you that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword going where no knife can go in the hearts of individuals. And I pray that you make my tongue the pen of a ready writer this morning, ready to inscribe it upon their heart. Let the oracles of God begin to speak loud and clear. God, touch your people in a way this morning that they know that you touched them and man hasn't. From the pulpit all the way to the back door, let this house be filled with your glory. And we promise to give you all the praise for everything you have done, everything you're doing today, and everything you're about to do in the future. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said amen and amen. On your way down, look at somebody and tell them, and it fell on a day. Now, if you have grown up in the age of Pentecost or been in Pentecost for some time or in an apostolic church for some time, this passage of scripture is quite familiar to you because Myself, I've probably heard, I don't know, hundreds of preachers go to this passage of Scripture and preach on this uh, particular Shulamite woman. But today I want to go back and I want to take a look at it and I want to begin to examine and break down the Scripture here and try to paint you a picture of what I believe the Lord is calling us to and what we are about to walk into in this next season and in this next dimension uh, that God is calling us into. Now, as we begin to look at this scripture, we see that this woman, she identifies and sees the prophet. Now, Elisha is the double portion of prophet. He has a double portion of what was on Elijah because he was in pursuit of the anointing that was on Elijah and received from him, and not only did it receive from him, but it received a double portion. So she identifies that there is this man of God who is passing by her house daily. Now what you have to understand is that this particular passage of scripture is in the Old Covenant. And in the Old Covenant, the Spirit of God only dwelled in the hearts of kings, priests, and prophets. Now, because of what Jesus has come and done at Calvary, the veil was ripped from the top to the bottom, not from the bottom to the top, because if it was ripped from the bottom to the top, it would have been man trying to get God, but it was ripped from the top to the bottom because God was going after man. Can you say amen? And we now know because the veil was ripped that the glory of God, the spirit of God came out of a box and now dwells in the hearts of those who call upon the name of the Lord and are saved. Can you say amen to that? But in this particular passage of scripture, the spirit of God is only dwelling in the hearts of kings, priests, and prophets. So she, she says to her husband, she says, I perceive, I have the discernment, I recognize that this is a holy man of God. She perceives, she, she, she has the right perception, she has the discernment to recognize the moment and what is in the individual. 
individual or in the prophet. She has the ability to see beyond the natural and see what is in them. A lot of people in church today are doing more at perfecting their performance instead of developing their discernment. Did, did you hear what I said that? That's, it is important for you because if you don't perceive what God has in front of you right, you will never handle what God has given you right. Did you hear what I said? Look at somebody and tell them you got to perceive it right to handle it right. If you don't perceive the, the man of God right that he has put in front of you as your pastor and as your shepherd and as your leader, you will become familiar with the anointing. And the minute you become familiar with the anointing, you will disable yourself from receiving what God has put on the inside of that man or woman. And you will wander around perfecting your performance, trying to get your praise right, trying to get your look right, trying to get your hair right, trying to get your words right, and it's not really so much about who's got the loudest praise or who's got the biggest dance, it's about, it's about identifying and perceiving when God is actually in the room and what he is wanting to do in your life, in the people around you, anybody can shout when the music sounds good, but when you've got the right perception, you can shout when the there's no music. You can dance. You, you can lift your voice in your car because you recognize when the Holy Ghost comes in, everything is about to change. Somebody shout hallelujah. Say, I've got to perceive it right. Look at somebody and say, can you perceive it right? Do you have the discernment to recognize? A lot of people are shouting when nothing's really happening, and that's what I call hype because we haven't developed our discernment in today's church to recognize when God really comes in, everybody just sits down and be quiet. But when it's, when it's what we want to hear or what makes us feel good, we're all running around like we've lost our mind, but really to find ourselves in the flesh. But the minute you begin to develop your discernment it ain't about how you feel anymore it's not about what they sing anymore it's not about how loud the preacher shouts anymore it's that God is in the room and something is about to happen and something is about to change and what you can always tell when you've discerned it right because nobody's got to coach you nobody's got to work you up nobody's got to plead with you nobody's got to beg you nobody's got to say now come on, it ain't about how you feel. Listen, when he's in the room, everything, it doesn't even matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It doesn't matter what's happening in my life. God is in the room, and he deserves all the praise and the glory. Sit down. You're making me nervous. Sit down. I'm telling you, you better get ready because God is about to blow your mind. I'm telling you, as I'm sitting here, I feel the power of God where God is coming into your home. He's coming into your situation. He's coming into your finances. He's coming into your family. And he's about to work some miracles for you. As you make room for the anointing, God is going to make room for you. And you are going to see some explosive miracles take place in your life. Listen, while you're, we're getting ready to go right back in the service, I need you to do me a big favor. 
Scan the QR code on your screen right now and receive a free digital download copy of my latest book called The Elevated Life. If you don't know how to use your scanner on your phone, go to brandonspiker.org and right there on the front page, you can put in your info and download my free book, The Elevated Life. Absolutely free. It's a gift to you for just watching here today. Listen, if you've been blessed already by our broadcast and in this particular episode, why don't you get out of the boat and walk on the water with us? Listen, it takes money to continue to do the work of the Lord, and it's your generosity that keeps us on the air and keeps us moving from city to city around the world, preaching the gospel, seeing souls saved and lives forever change. You can go on our website, brandonspiker.org, or scan the QR code. Click on Give. You can give a one-time donation, or you can click on Partnership and partner with us every month as we go after souls and winning the loss at any cost. Are you ready? Let's go right back into the service for a few moments with this powerful word. Making me nervous. He, he, he. She proceeds. She, she says to her husband, I, I perceive that this is a holy man of God. And the Bible says that she constrained him. She, she immediately arrested him or confined him to come in and to eat bread daily. The Bible says, in other words, she put a demand on the anointing. Look at somebody and tell them, put a demand on the anointing. Now, now put a demand on the anointing. She put a demand on the anointing. The Bible says, can I come down here? She, she said uh, that she would not allow him to walk by without constraining him to eat the bread. Come help, come help me, sir. She, 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 she constrained him. She locked arms with him and would not, and every time he tried to get away, she put a demand on him and pulled him into her house. She constrained him. See, see, there, we, we got too many people in church today that are just going through the emotions but never really putting a demand on the anointing. And that's why we have churches where people walk out the same way they came in. Somebody said, well, you know, they get healed in Africa and they get healed in South America. Why don't they get healed in America? It's because we've got a bunch of people who are going through the emotions, have been injected with religionism. They know how to say all the right words. I'm blessed and highly favored. They know how to do the little jiggle. But when it actually comes to putting a demand on the anointing and saying, listen, I'm not going to let you go till I'm healed in my body. I'm not going to let you go till my son is delivered, till my daughter is delivered, until my child is set free from drugs and sin. I'm not going to let go because there's something on your life that can destroy the yoke. There's something on you. 
There's something on you that can trust. She, 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 she constrained him. She put a demand on him. She didn't allow the service just to, you know, be another great service. She said, today I am putting a demand, not because really what I need from you, but because I recognize who is in you. She constrained him and she said to her husband, she said, I, I perceive that he's a holy man of God. Let, let us build on a chamber and, and, and let us, as often as he comes in, we'll, we're, now, now catch this here, we'll turn this visitation into an inhabitation. We'll go from just having, you know, a little bit of goosebumps on Sunday that will let the glory of God move in our house. Did you hear what I said? We, we, we'll let it come in and live with us. We won't just shout a little bit and dance a little bit on Sunday for an hour and a half. But we'll let that glory that manifests in there move in with us in our house. And it'll live there and we'll go from a visitation into a habitation. And we won't just have to go somewhere to get in a revival meeting. We'll take the glory and We'll take revival everywhere we go. Sit down. I didn't mean to yell that time. It just slipped. And 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 she 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 they build on the chamber. She takes her own money, Bishop. She takes her own time. She takes everything and she begins to. They build it on. They put a table, a candlestick, a stool, a bed. And now that which was visiting has moved in with them. And, and I felt that. And moved in with them. And, and, and now the anointing is living in their house. And he... He's laying on the bed, and uh, I joke about this, but if you ever get a prophet laying on the bed in your house, things are about to change drastically. And uh, he laid there, and he says to his servant, he says, I, I, this, this, this woman has been good to us. What, what can we do for her? And, and he, he's, she's, she, go, go ask her, and do we talk to the captain or do we talk to the host? Who do we talk to for this woman? And they go talk to her and she says, uh, he says, what, what do you want, pastor? What, what are you looking for? And he, she goes, I, I, I didn't do this because I wanted anything back from you. I did it because I perceived what was on the inside of you. So, so my, 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 everything that my giving, everything that I've done wasn't based on what I could receive. It was based off of my love for God. Now, 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 now listen to this. He, he says, he says, uh, call this woman in. They call her in. 
And it's one thing for you to speak to the anointing. It's another thing for the anointing to speak to you. And he says to the woman, he's laying on the bed. Now he didn't have some great posture and he didn't look the greatest. Matter of fact, he was bald headed. There's hope for some of you guys where your hair went to heaven before you. There's hope. He, 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 he's laying there on the bed and, and he, he says, he says, woman in due season you will bear a child. Now listen, the Bible says that she walked through the door into the room. She doesn't realize what is happening prophetically here to her life. She doesn't realize that as she crosses over the threshold of that leaving one room and walking into the room she built, she is leaving one season of barrenness and walking into a new season where the thing that she desired the most but looked impossible in the natural was about to be released to her. Look at somebody and tell them, today you're walking out of one season and you're walking into a new one. But this new season is going to be a fruitful season. Okay, see, see, the, see, 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 you, if, some of you, you had to discern that moment because you didn't realize God was using you to prophesy your own future. Thank you in the back there. I said God was using you to prophesy his will in your life. And you could have said it just Monday. Well, I'm walking out of one season into a fruit. But is there anybody here today that will say, I'm walking out. I'm walking out of the season of lack. I'm walking out of the season of guilt. I'm walking out of the season of fear. I'm walking out of the season of poverty. I'm walking out of the season of shame. And I'm walking into a fruitful season. Shout yes if you believe it. I don't know. I feel this prophetically. Is there anybody who can just take one step forward? If you can just take one step forward, you're going to walk into the greatest season of your life. I don't care what you've been through. I don't care what the devil told you. But baby, you're dancing right over into that new house. You're dancing right over into debt free. You're dancing right over. You're walking right over into the greatest season. Look out, world, because we're coming with the riches and the glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. Some of you feel like you got a limp right now, but if you can just take one step, you say, Lord, I ain't got the strength to do much walking. I'm tired. I'm wore out. But if you can just put one more step, one more praise, 
one more shout. Somebody said, what's happening? God is in the room. I pray you've been blessed today by this powerful message entitled, And It Fell on a Day. You know, you better get ready because the miracles are about to fall in your life, in your family, and God is about to give you the desires of your heart. I'll tell you what, if you're watching this today and you say, Pastor Brandon, I don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not a I'm not a person that goes to church much. I don't even know much about the Lord. I don't have him living on the inside of you. I want to tell you, my friend, there's a heaven to gain. And today you can accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. When Jesus steps in, everything changes. I want to encourage you to say this prayer out loud with your heart in your mouth. Say this after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, set me free. Jesus, I believe in you. Amen. Friend, if you said that prayer and you meant it with all your heart, I want to let you know that Jesus is living on the inside of you right now. You are saved and born again. Find a Bible-believing church. Get planted. Get into discipleship. Let the Lord use other believers to be a blessing in your life. You won't regret it. I promise you that. I want to encourage you also to look us up on Facebook, social media, Facebook, Instagram. You can go to Brandon Spiker Ministries on Facebook. You can click our like page and follow us so that you can stay up to date with what we are doing literally around the world. Again, I want to encourage you to scan the QR code on the bottom of your screen there. Scan it and download a digital copy of my latest book called The Elevated Life. You can also go to brandonspiker.org if you don't know how to scan and you can download it there right on the front page. I want to encourage you, if you've been blessed today by this broadcast, tell your friends about us. Tell them what the Lord has done for you. You know, before I go off the air here, I'm going to pray for you, but I want to encourage you, partner with us today. Click on our website, go to Give and Partnership. Partner, because when you partner with us, you're making room for the anointing, and the anointing is going to make room for you. And the same anointing that was flowing in that service, touching people, the same anointing that helped me uh, help me overcome things and receive what I needed to go to the next level. It's going to fall in your life on this day. I'm telling you, God's going to give you a supernatural miracle. So go to brandonspiker.org right now or scan the QR code on the screen. I promise you, you're going to be blessed with the free copy of my book called The Elevated Life. I'm going to pray for you as we go off the air. Lord, I thank you for my friend watching today. I thank you that your hand is upon their life. I thank you, Lord, that they're going, they're going forth in purpose, by purpose, and in purpose. God, that you're raising them up. And as they make room for the anointing, you're making room for them today, and you're going to do the miraculous in their life. I thank you that they're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, blessed in the city, and blessed in the field. And I speak blessings over them 
right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, my wife and I, Tara, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to tune in next week. It's going to be powerful. You don't want to miss it. And we'll see you real soon in a city near you. God bless you.